This episode is dedicated to the men and women of Boston. The worst of humanity has brought out the best it has to offer, and we have seen it in the events following the Boston Marathon bombing. If you would like to donate to the people most affected by the tragic events that occurred in Boston on April 15, 2013, Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick and Boston Mayor Tom Menino have announced the formation of the One Fund Boston, Inc. Go to onefundboston.org to find out more information. All hands, prepare for the Starfleet Escape Podcast on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Stand by for transmission. Welcome to the Starfleet Escape Podcast on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, where we escape into the Star Trek universe. This episode is number 19. And being recorded on April 17th, 2013. Today's topic, security slash tactical officers. I'm Aaron. I'm Marty. And Eric can't be with us today. No, he's packing his troubles. (laughs) Eric is actually um, moving. moving. So he won't be with us this episode, and I don't believe he'll be with us on our big 20th episode. 20th anniversary, huh? 20. Big 20. That's the next episode, number 20. This episode is brought to you by America Joy Print Shop, official sponsor of the Four Ride Radio Network. For high-quality business cards, flyers, banners, cut vinyl, and more, visit AmericaJoy.com. Okay, Casey. <laughs> You sound like Casey Kasem. I, I think that's where I get my radio voice. Or Bill O'Reilly, I'm not yeah, sure. Bill O'Reilly. And we're looking out for not you. Yeah. So how have you been, Marty? I'm well. I'm alive. Awesome. I don't know. I'm, I'm good. I'm just tired. How about right. you? Um, I'm good, too. Just tired being up late night trying to figure out this new Star Trek movie. That's <laughs> what I'm tired. Yeah. It's actually... Uh, Exciting time because oh, you sound it. <laughs> it's an exciting time. Well, just recently, they what, re- in the last couple of days. Last couple of days, they've released a new trailer for Star Trek Into Darkness, which uh, Marty and I uh, just watched for a full half an hour. Yeah, we it's watched. A se- it's a seventeen-section trailer. Section seventeen-second. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's longer than yeah. that. Yeah, all right, 30 seconds, no, maybe No, 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 it's like 20... It, no, 20 <laughs> minutes, huh? <laughs> it's like two-some-odd minute. Okay, but we were watching it for 35 minutes. It seems... Let's yeah, go yeah. back, forward, back, Yeah, forward. we kept on yeah. scrubbing that timeline. Scrubbing. That's yeah. not I think that's a term, I isn't it? <laughs> I, think that, I think it's a term. Shuffling. I think it's scrubbing. You go and scrub, <laughs> I'll shuffle. Uh, what have you, sh- you been scrubbing over there? Anyways, we scrub back and forth. Scrub, scrub, scrub. Right. Wash, wash, wash. That's why I think da, it's da, 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 scrub. Da, da. Like scrub. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I swear. I swear I heard I it swear. somewhere. You sound like John Travolta. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Mr. Cartier. So anyways, we were watching it for about a half an hour. Mm-hmm. Mind you, we kept on going back, forward, 
back, forward. Mm-hmm. And there's one big addition to this one right. that there hasn't been in the others, which right. I had guessed there had to be somewhere because of the pictures of um, Kamabak yeah. um, sitting in a captain's chair. Right. And it wasn't the Enterprise. Right. So I either thought it was a Klingon mm-hmm. or another ship. So the big thing is, there's now a really big ship. Yes. I mean, huge. he's got his ship in order. <laughs> Anyways, it's huge. Yeah. It dwarfs the Enterprise. Right. But it looks, the design looks like what I told you. Mm-hmm. The mix between the Enterprise C and the Enterprise D. Right. And actually a little bit of the E. You look at the front panel of it, it looks like the E. Yeah. Look at the back, kind of like the D. Mm-hmm. It's just huge. It's huge. And it's, it's also not like the rest of them. No, it's also black. Black, uh, which goes against every other Starfleet ship that's ever been You know what they say. Made. Once you go black, is that why the it's bigger so the shoes. big? Is that why it's so big? It's a black ship. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's black or it's just really dark gray. It, it might be, be yeah. yeah. It could be dark gray. But I can tell you this: it doesn't look like anything we've seen before. No, it is definitely covert ops. Yeah, and the reason why we say that mm-hmm. is because Aaron brought it up earlier. I didn't think of this at first, but Cumberbuck wears a black uniform, mm-hmm. wears a black coat. Okay, his hair is black. His ship's black. Yeah, his captain's seat's black. Mm-hmm. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. So, Aaron, what do you think it is? So I think that Cumberbatch's character, uh, John Harrison, is a member of Section 31. And the ship is property of Section 31. The part, Section 31, that doesn't even exist in the Starfleet regulations. Right, That's not the officially. Reason. That's the reason. Yeah. It's like the FBI, the CIA, and the KGB put together. Yeah. It's kind of like... Uh, Covert Ops. Yeah. Black Ops. Black Ops, yeah. yeah. The, or the SEALs. Yeah. They um, do things that the rest of the Federation cannot know. Right. It's, it's sort of like the other races have covert operations that are more, I would say, so all the Cardassians had the... Obsidian, Obsidian Order. Order. The Klingons did, too. They had their own special... I'm, I'm not sure what The Romulans is, do. Yeah, the Tal Shiar. Tal Shiar. So, Which, yeah, so they all have it. Yeah. So why wouldn't the Federation? Right. So, basically, what we think about this movie now is Kirk somehow gets dragged in by his ego, usually that's what happens, mm-hmm. to protect and to serve. Right. To go get... He acts like the police of the Federation. Mm-hmm. He takes it on upon himself and the crew to go get John Harrison. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I disagree with that name totally. That's just so bad of a name. I mean, that's like saying John Smith. The bad guy's John Smith. It's just, just a name. I don't think it really matters. It's a name. Yeah. Anyways, so it's going to be interesting because they show more of the Klingons, too. Mm-hmm. Now, I think you said that you believe Section 31 has something to do with the augments. Yeah. And the idea that the Klingons still don't have their bridges. Yeah, I, I think... Suck my ridges. <laughs> I think that somehow Section 31... Somehow. And the Klingons maybe are working together... Or against each or other. Or against each other to 
either cure the augment virus that we've seen in... Or make it worse. Or make it worse. The augment virus that I'm talking about is from uh, Star Trek Enterprise. Enterprise. Yeah. That was the side that was added to the augment story from Star Trek Two. Right. And from Space Speed. Yes. Uh, Space Seed. Sorry. Oh, my. Actually, George Takei, isn't it? Or is it Takei? Like, like Toupee. Yeah. Yeah. He put something earlier today on Facebook about that, so... Did he? No. I didn't see it. He also put a thing up there about a attachment for your steering wheel that you can use as a desk for your laptop. Uh-huh. Did you, you buy it? You can't use your laptop while you drive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not supposed to. You it's can't like, use your phone. It's like Braille highway maps for the blind. <laughs> Instant water. Just add water. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Someone will buy it. <laughs> so uh, the movie looks... It does look great. It does. It's got to be long, though, because the whole first... Be- the first part of the movie mm-hmm. is that nine minutes people saw in the movie theaters when The Hobbit came out. Yeah, I heard However, that- it's going to be reversed. Yeah, I heard they changed the order. They took the Kirk, Spock, McCoy part on the planet of Nimbia, something like that. Something, yeah. And that's first. And then it jumps into John Harrison and his no, well, I heard assistant, wasn't it? That it was that part where London gets attacked is first. Really? And then it goes to... Harrison... The, the planet thing. Yeah, and then Harrison with the kid. Did you even see the nine minutes? I didn't see the nine minutes. Yeah. But that, like, half hour that was shown in South America somewhere, that was kind of... Uh, it wasn't leaked, but the... They gave it to the press. Yeah, they gave it to the press. Isn't it like Argentina or Chile or something? Something like I I can't remember uh, where it was, but Don't someone cry there, for me, <laughs> someone there said that the order was uh, shifted Apples. around. Well, which I mean, you know, they're still working on same, the film yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They pro- they probably just took out. They threw in a couple of seconds of the Three Stooges as a filler. <laughs> just colored their uniform so it was blue, red, and... You can do a lot with CGI nowadays. Yeah, make Curly Scotty. <laughs> what else was in this one? The Enterprise gets the crap kicked out of it. Yeah. We do know that it probably does get destroyed. Yeah. Leading, leading the way for the Enterprise A. You mean probably. the Yorktown? <laughs> Different timeline, though, than now, so it probably isn't the Yorktown. Yeah, probably not. But this time, when they build an engineering, please <laughs> make it look different than a Budweiser. I was, I mean, that was kind of weird, but I was, was okay with it. It was innovative. Yeah. I like the fact that it looked like a real engineering section of a ship. Yeah. Because I've been on a naval ship, and that's kind of, it's all a maze of pipes and yeah. turbines and... Mm-hmm. Scotting those turbines. Since he almost got crushed by one. And Navy men in tight, tight, sweaty uniforms. Wait a minute. That little guy's in the movie. That little guy. Remember? Yes, I know. <laughs> yes. Uh, Scotty's Do you know friend? who that guy is? Yeah, yeah. He played the Oompa Loompas yeah. in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, that guy. Which is funny, because that means he's with Scotty. But he was at the end of the movie, too. Yeah, he was on the Enterprise. Yep. Get down! I thought that relationship was very odd. And, yeah, I don't know. Very odd. 
Do you? Uh, this is his. This this is going off script a little bit. But uh, I haven't even had anything to drink today. That's a lie. Alcoholic. Oh, beverage. We should be talking about alcohol. Why? In the future, there is no alcohol. It's um, alcohol. Not in the twenty third. No, you're right. I want some real <laughs> Romley and Linale. Yeah, I do too. That'd be go ahead. Interesting. Um, do you think? Spock and Ahura are still an item. Yes. You did. From the nine minutes I saw, mm-hmm. yes. How how do you feel about that relationship? I think we what, touched in, on it. species races? <laughs> yeah. I, I think we touched on it in the last episode. Interspecies relationships. Well, I'm okay with uh, interspecies. It was the, half human anyways. Yeah. The issue I had was he was like her instructor. She's a communications officer, and he's a science officer. No, um, what do you mean, fraternization? Yeah. I don't think in the fu- Well, they were trying to keep it secret. Yeah, keep so, it on the DL. Yeah, but it didn't work very well. No, because... Especially where she was snogging them in the uh, yeah. transporter room. Yeah. But I don't think Kirk's a huge killjoy that way. Well, it's I'm under- not talking about Kirk. I'm talking about Starfleet. Yeah, but it's all... <laughs> you know this as well as I do. Mm-hmm. Commanding officer does decide certain. Uh, yeah, that's I, how Kirk has always been, though. Yeah, he had I, Romulan ale on a Federation ship in the Prime Universe. Yeah, he probably does in this one too. Yeah, oh no, he's a pirate. Yeah, <laughs> well, um, I think it's okay. You think it's okay? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What's the matter with you? Uh, it's just. So what's the matter with you? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, I just found it weird that what? he's her teacher. It's also funny because he's not supposed to show very much emotion. And right. a relationship with a human would involve a lot of emotion. Right. Love is an emotion. Love, yes. Which means it's illogical. Right. Well, And believe me, love is illogical. His, his dad said... Love is blind. In the movie. The aunt. <laughs> Spock's dad in the movie said that he loved... His mother. But he didn't do that until later. Oh, he yeah, was yeah, yeah. kind of ashamed of it because he had to yeah. do this whole thing for the kid. Right. Yeah. They, they still... They even say they feel emotion. Yeah. It's their their theory to work it out of their system mm-hmm. as part of almost a, a rehab, basically. Yeah. Think of it this way. Think of the Catholic Church. Yeah. Traditionally, you're not supposed to have sex... And I know it sounds serious, but you're not supposed to have sex until you're married. Right. Most Christian religions are that way. Yeah. I think you're going somewhere else with this. No, no. But go ahead. When they do that, Mm -hmm. that means you have to discipline yourself because sex is only supposed to be used for a procreation. Right. For those of you out there that don't know what procreation means, find a dictionary. I'm not telling you. You're listening to the wrong podcast. So, basically, you're supposed to be able to do a lot of self-reflection, only do it for creating life yeah. and showing love. That's what it's supposed to be. Think of it that way. Mm-hmm. They do use it from time to time, but they're supposed to hone their ability to control so that right. they're not out of control. Yeah, it, It's very similar. Yeah. One, one of the reasons why I brought it up also... It's because uh, you're we, killjoy. We were talking about this before the podcast started. Yeah. But in the original pilots for Star Trek, Spock showed emotion. 
Well, now this is because the emotion. The uh, I got a song for everything tonight. <laughs> the character wasn't like flushed out yet, totally. And he wasn't. They didn't have the logical pot. Yeah. So he was supposed to be more intelligent. Yeah. And he does actually even past that in the series. He shows emotion from time to time. Yeah. So I think it's mainly a young Spock characteristic. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Or because we've gone over this too, and I think part of it is we're going to find out this track really is not just a different time. Mm-hmm. But I do agree now, after watching some of this stuff, that it could be a different universe. Yeah. Uh, and that's that exactly what I think. Just different. Yeah. It's the same story with different flavors. Right. Yeah. Um, and then in the end, it all comes out the same, anyways. Yeah. I mean, look at Kirk. He hasn't changed from being a womanizer. <laughs> yeah. And this one, he's supposed to be in the scene, and I heard this online. Yeah. I didn't hear it, I read it. Right. With two girls. Ah, well. There you go. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. And he. Neither one of which is green this time, but. He. It was kind of deleted. Deleted. But Spock... W- not Spock, sorry. Spock. Kirk was with that Orion. Yeah. Purely to get the codes to cheat in the Kobayashi Maru. They took that out? Yeah. Really? They they kind of took it out. They he was, was enjoying it too, though. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But there was a scene when Kirk was on the Enterprise, and he sees an Orion... And he goes up and starts apologizing to her. It turns out it's a different Orion. He thought it was her, though? Yeah. Do they look similar or something? Yeah. Yeah. They're supposed to all look the same? I guess. Yeah. That'd be embarrassing. Well, I don't know if they all look the same. Because this is... Well, you know what they say. All those green girls look the same. (laughs) This is the first Orion that we've seen that had, like, red hair. All the other ones had dark hair. Yeah. So let's get back into the news, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's well, do it up. So the Star Trek phaser prop used by Kirk in Where No Man Has Gone Before sold at auction for $231,000. Can okay. you imagine? Just a prop. Just a prop. And it does nothing. It probably doesn't even light up anymore. No, it was... And it was only used in that one episode. But $231,000? Yeah. I wouldn't pay 231 pesos. I would just make the damn thing out of something. It's the fact that he had it. It has a letter yep. of authenticity and all yeah. that. No, I, I understand that, but, I mean, just because he held it. And it wasn't even that long that he held it. <laughs> he held it, so it's worth more. Well, it's yeah. like anything in a TV or a movie yeah, or whatever. I guess. I'm sure you can get props for Mistar, and it's probably going to cost you a lot of money. Yeah. It's the worst movie in history of movies, but... Yeah. So, I mean, when I saw that, I was $231, like, $231,000. That's a house. Yeah. Not a very good house, but that's a good... That's a house now. Yeah. Wow. Would you... No. No. Not at I all. I would... I wouldn't buy the bridge. Full <laughs> automation. For two hundred, you could well, build if a bridge. Worked, you if could the bridge build. Worked. You could build a bridge. <laughs> yeah, which I always wanted to do. I do too. I wanted to build one and have the lights. When I, and the when computers. I buy the house, you know that's not going to happen, right? She'll she'll let me have a Star Trek room. I'm at least going to have a, a room. room. That's my office. That's going to be all Star Trek. Yeah, I'm not going to go as far as that guy in in England. I've seen it. Yeah, the yeah. whole house. Yeah, his whole like flat. You know, he sold it, right? 
Well, he had to. <laughs> he had, like, no money and was Because he spent it all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what else? Uh, so next, early sales of Star Trek Into Darkness crashed the IMAX system in the UK, and it was about ten, ten times, times the normal volume. Well, that's going to happen. Yeah. You know what? It's a big movie. It's going to yeah. happen. I mean, look look at when the Avengers came out. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get a ticket for three days. Yeah. So, I don't know. Sometimes, I want to see it first day. That's one of the movies I would, too. Yeah. But I don't remember any Star Trek movie ever being that way. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the early ones were only for us, mm-hmm. us Trekkie, Trekkers, you know. Right. And um, even in 09, it was big, but it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like that. No, no. I mean... I think it was such a success Yeah, it's that... definitely driven by the su- success of the first one, which is good. I, I think it's no. good. It's, it's good. This <laughs> is a good thing. Uh, so, the next generation season 1 and 2 are available in HD via iTunes and Amazon Instant Video. And we also mentioned before, it's on Hulu+. Plus. Hulu! Which is good. Actually, later, maybe we should watch an episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you seen... The new? No. Yeah, we'll look at an episode. We'll look at an episode. So, Brandon Braga. Isn't it Brandon? I don't... I don't read. I think it's... (laughs) I don't don't know. I think it's Brandon Braga. Nephew's dog, which Porthos from Enterprise was named after, has died. Oh, you mean... uh, Did I put the wrong name in? Yeah. I copied that and pasted in. I, I believe his name is Brandon Braga, but... Brandon? Yeah. It's not underlined. I don't know. No, that's the name. Yeah. But I don't think that's <laughs> his name. I think that's... That's like if you put Mark, there wouldn't be an underline for me, because Mark is a oh, real name. yeah. No, uh, I highlighted... Maybe it's Wait. Brandon Braga. Actually, let's just look at the link really quick. Duh. Yeah. It says Brandon, but do me a favor. Brandon. Go to... Go to Google. Uh-huh. What about Memory Alpha? Yeah. And search. But oh. do Braga, not the first name. It is Brandon. Yeah. I always heard Brandon. Oh, maybe people saying it fast or something. Well, I have hearing problems, so... <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, so, yeah, so his nephew's dog... Which was named Porthos. Yeah. And that's what uh, Archer's pet pooch's yeah. name was. In Enterprise. Yep. So what else? TV Guide is celebrating its 60th anniversary with a collectible set of six covers depicting the most influential shows of the past several decades. Okay, so six, six decades, including yep. Star Trek TOS. And I can talk about this. I saw it. You did. And it's awesome because what they did was they took all the covers mm-hmm. and actually used the co- And I've never understood how this can work. Mm-hmm. It's like those paintings where they take like all, a mosaic. The, all, yeah, yeah. all different pictures that yeah. use the color of the pictures to make yeah. like a pixelated right. design. Yeah. It is a mosaic, right. but it's all the TV Guide ones. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, I remember half of these. I have some of them still. Yep, I love that. Yeah. I have my Star Trek ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't collect Back when the guy ones. used to go, Star Trek, Deep Space Nine. <laughs> sounded like it was constipated. Yeah. Me, but I don't all right, you got to record the next one, buddy. All right, this time on Star Trek. What are you doing in there? Doing my recordings. It's before they had uh, iPhones. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. Um, before they so had iPhones, people did, were constipated. <laughs> doing... No, you mean TV Guide? Yeah. 
TV guide for you youngies out there. And actually, we were youngies. We're far into the TV guide. Yeah. I mean, we remember seeing it in stores. I haven't right. seen it in 10 years, I swear to God. Well, they made it like a magazine. Magazine, but it went away, too. Oh, it did. Yeah, and then we had the TV Guide channel. Right. Which, it's not even like what it used to be. No. TV Guide, I used to live by it, because you could find, there was never, we didn't have the lists. We didn't have Mm -hmm. the computerized TV boxes now that give us the listing. That's what put it out of business. Yeah, yeah. We actually had to look through a, and then I hated the weeks my parents didn't buy one. Mm -hmm. We used to get it. Like delivered in yeah, the mail. Yeah, we got it delivered. But there was a time when my parents forgot to renew, yeah. so they started going out and buying it at the store. Yeah. When they forgot to do it, you'd have to go into the Sunday Globe, and <laughs> yeah. they had like that. Yeah. What was it called? I forget the name of it, but it was like, it was supposed to be the equivalent, but it didn't right. have all the channels. It just had the basics. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was like the UH, UHF. Oh, hold on a second. Most people don't know what that means anymore either. <laughs> But anyways, you used to just have the UHF channels. Yes. And be like, damn it, I want TV guy. <laughs> See, we're, we're getting a history lesson now, because Marty is the elder. The old. <laughs> Marty the elder. Why don't you just call Marty the white? <laughs> the, so for the next uh, Speaking of which, here, did, you see the, did you see on Facebook, speaking of what? Gandalf the white? <laughs> no, what? They had a picture. <laughs> Oh my god. They had a picture of Jean Luc Picard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, I saw this. I think you've seen this. Yeah. It was like supposed to be like this written thing from him said it was a phrase from Harry Potter. Yeah. It was Jean Luc Picard's picture. Yeah. And it was signed <laughs> Gandalf the White. Yeah. And yeah. it said, okay, every single sci fi uh, fan just went crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was that was, it was funny. hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, did you uh, watch the latest Family Guy episode last weekend? No, that, this past weekend. No, I didn't get to. So at the very end of the episode, yeah. Uh, let me set it up slightly. Yeah. Peter gets lost in the woods and becomes like a animal, a, a man animal, an ape man. I don't know. Yeah. Um, like Tarzan, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> kind of like Tarzan. Yeah. Ex- he can't relate to anyone. He grunts. Yeah. So at the very end of the episode... Uh, he says to he, his wife? Yeah, to Lois. He, they're in, embracing. He goes, Jim, your, your name, name is, is Jim. Jim. And then she goes, no, it's not, but close enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for those of you who don't get that, that is a reference from the end of Star Trek Three. Wasn't it four? No. Huh? Oh, yeah, because they did this similar thing in both. All yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's the end it's of... three. Yeah. Your name... When he first gets his Katra yeah. back or whatever. And he's like, we were friends? Because <laughs> I also... Right when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's Star Trek. You know, you could have turned that around, Kirk, if he was a little bit... Uh, as Peter Griffin says, <laughs> he could have said, yes, we're very good friends. <laughs> I, I told my girlfriend she didn't seem to care. I, I looked it up on... It's cool, though. It's cool. I looked it up on YouTube. I watched that whole ending scene. I knew what to look for, obviously. I, but I just wanted to make sure. Jim. Your name <laughs> is Jim. So if you don't know Star Trek and you were watching that episode... That's what that you was. You would not have... 
gotten it at all, you'd be like, what the hell is he talking about? Do you know how many references about? to Star Trek and Star Wars have been in yeah, Family yeah. Guy? So many. It the is whole awesome. first season had Shatner in it like three times, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't Shatner. He oh, wouldn't yeah, do yeah. it. Oh, I, I Did you say Bavarian sausages? <laughs> I wouldn't do it if I was Shatner either. They were obviously making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he looks like a... And excuse me for using this, but an epileptic when he was talking. Yeah, yeah. All you epileptics out there, I'm sorry. Oh, in in Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah, well... They no, had in him, the real show. They had him, like, jumping around. Yeah, his and, legs like, would go up. Yeah, his legs would go up. He put his, his legs head. over his head. Yeah. Did you say Bavarian sausages? <laughs> go ahead. Um, so, yeah, so that yeah, that's that's quite a thing. Yeah, when I saw it, I mean, I, I got excited. Well, you know it. Seth MacFarlane. He's a huge yeah. Trek fan. He yeah. wants to start the original series again. Yeah, I would. That's awesome. I'd like to see him do a original series, like, family guy show. Like they did Star Wars. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Because Quagmire could play Bones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And obviously Peter would have to be like Scotty. It couldn't be... Uh, they would probably make him Kirk. I don't know. I think they would. Oh. Just because... They made him Han Solo. Why wouldn't they, they make, make him, him Kirk? Luke, though. No, but he was... Well, they wouldn't make Chris Kirk. You know what they say. Han Solo, you can't see what they're doing. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it would be cool to see that, though. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, because... Because you could see... <laughs> they've done the bridge before. Because remember in Star Trek uh, Three: Search for Spock, yeah. when Bones goes to try to procure a mm-hmm. vessel. Yeah. Remember the guy that comes over and says, you know, with the weird accent, like Yoda almost. Yeah. yeah. You know. Many permits, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 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 That could be Herbert the pervert. <laughs> I could see him doing that, like, yeah. Yeah. with the... Yeah, yeah. That would be cool. Once they get to Star Trek Five, like, F this. Yeah. <laughs> the name Star Trek be like, Six. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, technically, if you number all the Star Treks, yeah. this new one coming out is Star Trek Twelve. Yeah. Well, it's an even number. Yeah. Unless this new... Because the new one, which yeah. was an odd number, right. yeah. was good. It was good. It was good. Well, the first Star Trek... We've been over this, but the yeah. first movie, the motion picture, was acceptable. Yeah, acceptable. So ones can work. Yeah. But yeah. after that, evens and odds. Yeah. So God hopefully, help hopefully you with this the third will one. break it. Yeah. Hopefully it will break it. Which I think it will. Uh, quality writers and... Quality actors, I think, will make the difference. Quality products. <laughs> I make a quality break because I'm a real man, just like the common guy who buys my breaks. What? Speaking of products, yes. let's move on to would you buy it? So before we reveal the product, Martin, would you buy this? No. 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 Uh, we already talked about this earlier. It's cool, yep. but it's not something I would, you know... Yeah, I, I would look at it before we tell what it is. <laughs> yeah, I would look at it and I would think uh, I want to kill that thing with some kind of pest. <laughs> uh, I would not buy it either. It is cool. I wouldn't buy it either. The product is um, Star Trek: The Video Game Gorn Resin Statue. This statue is limited to five hundred. Is six inches. High by seven and a half inches wide, mm. by, 
by 2.75 deep, mm. <laughs> uh, including the base. You said deep. Uh, and it cost ninety nine ninety five. When I put it into the notes, the release date is not was yet. not announced, but I think it is now available on StarTrek.com. But we wouldn't buy it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So go to StarTrek.com. You'll be able to find it. It is uh, quite a nifty-looking... Aaron, isn't that your dimensions, too? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, it is cool. This Gorn also has a tail. Which they didn't originally. I don't think they did, no. No, because the Godzilla suit was too heavy to (laughs) carry around. Actually, I... Does it still have the eyes that were... They were silver, weren't they, in the original? They they were weird. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if we talked about it in the last episode. The... That little commercial thing with Shatner and the yeah, the Zagorn. Yeah, that that yeah, was we talked about. Oh, we did. That was hysterical. You watched it. I know. Right. It was good. It was good. They were playing the video game, then they fought, and they were old. <laughs> Even the Gorn was old. Still acts better than Shatner. The Gorn. The Gorn. The Gorn. <laughs> Never said a damn word. So yeah. yes. Yeah. Let's move on into the main topic of this episode, which is security slash tactical officers. Starting with... Well, let's explain first what the security and the tactical officers do. They should be self-evident, but okay. go ahead. Uh, so, security officer, officers handle... Security. Security, like you they would think. They do the security guards on board this ship. Yeah. They do, usually they work with the tactical, yeah, but not the weapons pot. Right. However, they also secure locations on the ship. So they're kind of uh-huh. like the weapons inside. Yeah, they also, they guard the brig. If you can't guard the brig with a force field. Well, sometimes, you, sometimes you have to I know. move them in and yeah. out. You'd like to be <laughs> one of those guys. Well, hey, screw no. In in like prisons, they still have security guards, even though they Remember have the security guards in the first couple of movies had those helmets, yeah, with the Delta shield on it. Yeah, it's like what are you playing football? And they had like, yeah, well those pads, those were decent. Maybe you need a helmet because people were hitting you all over the head with concrete, <laughs> with um lightsabers. All right, now you've just insulted <laughs> both. Our audience <laughs> and the Star Wars audience. Well, no. They could have those in Star Trek, too. They could. But they don't. No. Because George would, Lucas would... I'm sorry. No, why? Mickey Mouse would sue... <laughs> no, why? Because in real life, lightsabers do not work. They can't. They can't. You can't retain plasma. No. We've been over this. Yeah, you would need some kind of magnetic... Thing. It, w- it, it wouldn't work. Wouldn't and there's work. no way to stop the force field in midair. Yeah. And it would be so hot that you. it would be like Thank the you. temperature. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. It would be like the temperature of the, the sun. sun. It would be it impossible would to hold. It would melt the handle that yeah. you were creating it from. <laughs> How do we it would start melt the handle. <laughs> it would melt the handle, your arm, your hand, your... You know, Jesus. Yeah. This was a great idea. <laughs> uh, but that's security. Uh, tactical tactical is the weapons. Yeah, so the phasers, ship-mounted phasers. Torpedo <laughs> away! Okay. Um, <laughs> it's the only part that I don't agree in any of the movies with. What? That whole, like, temporal... 
That kind of makes sense. Through the wormhole. Delay that order. It takes ten minutes. Delay that phaser order. Could you repeat that, please? (laughs) Christ, the movie's over. But yeah, they do the weapons, the security, basically on the outside of the ship. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And in, like, the future incarnations of Trek, Trek, the tactical officer is in charge of security. So they're in charge of the security in and And out, out. which, hey, why not? Well, you know, they they had to lay off a lot of people. I guess. They had a... uh, It is a socialist society in the future, (laughs) so nobody actually makes any money. They don't do a job, and Mm -hmm. therefore there's no money to be spent. Right. We won't get into that either. No. Anyways, so... In the Enterprise. Yes. What do we have? So we have uh, Malcolm Reed, mm-hmm. who is of English descent. Uh, he comes from a long line He's bloody British. <laughs> of Royal Naval Officers. Isn't that great? Uh, the first in his family to join Starfleet and not the Navy. There's still a Navy at this point, though. Yeah. And he had... Uh, ballistics, <laughs> ballistics training. Oh yeah, because they still had guns at that point. Guns, bombs, bombs missiles, <laughs> missiles. Yeah, spears. Yeah. So I arrows. Th- how do you knives? <laughs> Did you like Reed as a tactical officer? No, you didn't. I thought he was too pompous. Okay. I didn't think it was re- realistic. You didn't. Oh, yes, Captain. I'm just going to sit here and do these things. <laughs> well, that's... That, I think that was just part of his personality. personality. Well, but I think... You do originally remember what the character was supposed to be. But Very that, flamboyant. Yeah, that didn't... But he was flamboyant. He, I think he was more shy than flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're calling it now? Yeah. He, I, I, I wouldn't I call it, him flamboyant. I just don't think his character was right for that. I I thought he was good. I thought if you were going to switch things, and I hate to say it this way, mm-hmm. but I would have switched Reed with Tucker. I thought that's what you were going to say. Um, Tucker! I guess but he's a little bit more We're used gun-ho. to having an Anglo-Saxon in the uh, engineering room. Uh-huh. Scotty. Yeah. Uh, I, I got you. Who else did we have? <laughs> Wasn't there another one that... Well, well there were a couple... In TNG, mm-hmm. uh, we did an engineer's yeah, episode. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple... A couple Irish names, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but, and we, Miles O'Brien. But he was not engineering, really. In Deep Space Nine, he was... He was tactical, wasn't he? No, oh, he, was, he? he was... Oh, he was engineering, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's what they had to use, though. Somebody who had yeah. an accent. Yeah. But Tucker seemed more like the weapons type. Mm-hmm. I think what they wanted to do was get away from that stereotype of the Englishman being in the... Like, I, I don't know. I, I like to read Don't get me overall. wrong. He had some good qualities. Yeah. I just didn't think it was the right choice. Reed was the tactical officer. Yes. Who was the... There was no security officer. Not really. Because he had the Makos, too. Yeah, the, the Makos, Makos were in. the Marines of the ship at the time. Yeah, and they came Never in... Never liked the name of that, what, though. Third Mako. season? Yeah, I didn't either. They came in around the third season. Uh, Reed kind of felt threatened by them. Yeah. 
by the um, the major. Yeah, that was there. Who I I believe he died. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, and then so, that, that, uh, saving him too. Yeah, that kind of like he changed his mind yeah, about it. Right. And then he started wearing the Mako uniform for a couple episodes, Did remember? He? I don't he remember. He switched the uniform at first. Yeah. I think during... Uh, when they were fighting the... Um, Zindi? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, TOS. Toss. Next. Uh, so, TOS is kind of a special case. So, we have... What kind of a case? <laughs> uh, so, Chiefs of Security. <laughs> we have... Lieutenant Commander Giotto. 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 I wasn't sure. If I think it's was... Giotto. Yeah, uh, he was the se- chi- <laughs> security chief of the he was Enterprise the chief of the house of the in 2267. So uh, the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, well, in the second season. Season. Yeah. And then Lieutenant Freeman. Freeman was a 23rd century security officer on the Enterprise. Uh, at some point, he also served as chief... What? As secure... Wait, oh, a snap. <laughs> okay, oh, oh, okay. Officer. He was just... He became security chief. Okay, yeah. Wasn't... Wasn't... Uh, what's his name? Scotty have something to do with the security people, too, at one point? Uh, well... Because they were they all were like, red oh, shirts? You were wearing a red shirt. You, you must... Con- Tell mm-hmm. these guys what to do. Yeah, you red shirt, <laughs> you're red shirt. And then by, and by the way, yep. you, uh, Mr. No Name in the Show, you're red shirt, <laughs> guess what? Yeah. Then check off. Check off. So by the early 2270s, he had been promoted to lieutenant and served as the security chief and tactical officer aboard the refit enterprise under Commander... Command of William Decker. <laughs> Under commander uh, of Captain Decker. Of Captain Decker. William Decker. The son of... Willard. William. I thought it was William. I don't know. No, it's Will. William. Well, it could it's be... It's Wilhelm. It could be... It's William. Well, let's look it up real quick. Let's look it up, because I was wrong before, but I'm pretty sure on this one. I don't know. But he is the son of I, crazy yeah. Commodore Decker. Right. Yeah. Who was a friend of Kirk's, I believe. Oh, um... They probably all knew each other. Yeah, Willard Deckard. I just thought it was Willard. Well, Will, just, you know, take that off. It's I know, Will. but that's not a real name. <laughs> Willard's not a real name? Yeah, the guy that's Will what, Scott. That's why who, else, who have you ever heard other than Willard Scott? The guy who can't predict the weather <laughs> for anything, so they got the old women and men calling him. Yeah. I, I don't know. The original Ronald McDonald. <laughs> what, really? Willard Scott was the original I did Ronald not McDonald. know that. Yeah. <laughs> long, long time ago. So then the... Next generation... Oh, hold on. <laughs> no. The chief tactical officer... So this was aboard the... Before the refit. Sulu the and Chekhov. No bloody A, no <laughs> yeah. bloody B, no bloody C, no bloody D. Or E. E now. Or J, because we heard about that yeah, one too. Yeah. So... Chief tactical officers. It, it kind of flip-flopped between whoever was at the helm or navigation. It also was funny that Chekhov also became the person in command when Kirk left, mm-hmm. when Spock left, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Even though I think Sulu probably was... The senior officer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, He got the shaft again. Well, Chekhov never... <laughs> Chek- Chekhov... Uh... 
wasn't a... Did I say something wrong? Wasn't... He was just a navigator. Yeah. He plotted courses. I don't think he actually ever flew the ship. Who, Chekhov? Chekhov. So I don't... I think flew the ship. I think that's why they had Sulu stay. Because it must be complicated, because, you know, they wouldn't let any, like, 16-year-old fly fly a starship. That would be his... Oh, wait... Would you like to rethink that one? <laughs> no, I, I did that intentionally, yeah, but... No. Uh, Anyways. Any, any who. Any who. Chekhov and Sulu switched back and forth. Yeah. So, what do we have next? The next generation. The next generation. So, we start off with Tasha Yar, who served as the chief security slash tactical officer because... For less than a year. She had a trouble. She got eaten use. by a... Um, Tar monster. Yeah, I hate uh, it when that happens. She she died in the the line of duty, mm-hmm. senseless death. So she was it. Yeah, and then Worf became right. And by and by this time, security and tactical are one position on the wishbone. <laughs> on the on li- the wishbone. Yeah. Yes, I like that. I, we've talked about this yeah, before. I know, but it, on the wishbone. Yeah, uh, couldn't so- even give him a chair. <laughs> Not until right before it gets destroyed. they destroyed, <laughs> destroyed it, yeah. it, yeah. By the way, we're going to give you your own chair. Great. And then when they did the E, no more chair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Remember the... Listen to you. Oh. you got to stand. Remember that uh, Seinfeld episode when George uh, insists on giving the security guard a chair? Yeah. And he, <laughs> he falls, asleep. falls asleep. Yeah. Uh, so war first Klingon in Starfleet. Uh, he was orphaned after a Romulan attack, was adopted by human parents. Was promoted to security chief right after he was adopted by those human parents. <laughs> right after yeah. the death of Yar. Yeah, to security uh, chief and tactical officer. Yeah, and I, I threw this in here because it seemed Worf was promoted only when people were killed in the line of duty. Well, if you remember, Worf was up the front... Yeah. In the original. No, it was like in the back, just in the back. He also back. took the he, con, he, though, he, too. Yeah, yeah, he did. And so did Jordy. Yeah. And briefly, Worf took the position of ops when Data was presumed killed. When was this? In the episode, The Most Toys. Okay. When the that guy that was on Frasier mm-hmm. abducted... The guy that was on Frasier. <laughs> I forget his name. Which character did he play? On Frasier? Mm-hmm. Daphne's fiance. Frasier's brother? Yeah. No, 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 no. The one before. Before. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Sorry, you, you threw me with that question. I don't know what was going on. Uh, but yeah. You and me both. <laughs> uh, when he took Data. Data. Because he Cause collected. Because he thought it was a toy. Well, he collected unique items. And Data was a Funny, unique that's item. that's what your girlfriend said when she... No, man. <laughs> when she, she collects <laughs> unique toys. Yeah. You're one of them. Moving on to... Deep Space Nine. Odo. A changeling. A changeling who did not know his origin at the start of the series found out that his people, the founders, were the leaders of the Dominion. And he was a member of the oh, you went Bajoran <laughs> military. He was a member... Not originally... He was no, yeah. wasn't he part of the Cardassians when they occupied? No, when they occupied, he became part. He's a turncoat. You know, uh, I like Odo, yeah. but 
he was always a turncoat. Yeah. But he is chief security officer. Yeah. Who is tactical officer? They yeah. didn't really. They have used one. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's his Dax? name? No, no, no. It was um. Dax only was that on the Defiant. Mm-hmm. She was ops and tactical. I think Cure was tactical. Might have been. I was gonna say O'Brien because he also knew the weapon system. Well, he besides did fight, the engineering, he did fight in the Cardassian Be- War. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he did. Makes sense. Um. So, did you like Odo? Yes, you but did. I did believe he was a. He in the end he did the right things, but if you yeah. remember those th- flashback episodes yeah. where they showed him as the yeah. he was yeah. a horrible person. Well, he, he had to be. He had to be. But he was horrible. Yeah, I, I think those he needed he to get things me, done. You ever talked? You ever heard of um, during World War Two? Mm-hmm. They had the the Jewish ghettos. Yeah, the Nazis would get one of their own mm-hmm. and put them in a uniform and get them to they treat them like a second class citizen but better than the Jewish people yeah. and they would basically use them as the French were the same way too mm-hmm. they'd do the same thing Yeah. so it was horrible Right. that's what I think of hmm. but yeah. anyways and his uniform was like black like the yeah. Cardassians yeah. it looked more like a Cardassian uniform yeah. except he didn't have the right. ridge thing in the middle Yeah. Mr. Odo Okay, let's just skip over the whole next part because uh, <laughs> Eric's not here. Yeah, Voyager. What? Uh, Tuvok. I actually like the character of Tuvok. Yes, he was I do a, too. He was a Vulcan, a longtime friend of Janeway, and he served aboard the USS Excelsior under the command of Captain, Captain Sulu. Sulu. Oh my! Oh my! Don't tell me that was any meteor shower. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, Tuvok was cool until Star Trek Voyager. Yes. Whenever I thought Vulcan, I just thought science officer. I would not have thought of tactical them as oh, tactical secu- officers. Or security. Either. Or security, yeah. I would think of of Vulcans being science, because... Yeah. It was a stereotype, obviously. Well, T'Pol was science. Right. Spock was. Zahn mm-hmm. was supposed to be. Right. Uh, who else do we have? Anybody so I, I guess it's good that they broke that stereotype with well, uh, It took them a hundred char- and something years. <laughs> with the character. If you notice, in on the Excel series, also tactical. Is he? I, the, I don't remember. The, the thing behind the captain yeah. is the tactical... In the Excelsior, the Is original it? Excelsior, mm. the table back there. Yeah, you know I, I I don't really remember much of that bridge except for the r- r- the uh, red alert, the table. That I like that. I did too. I I like that bridge. That's a I like the cup though. How they went back to the old fashioned china. That was cool. I really because that's the that truthful cup. thing with a naval ship. Yeah. Even the ones that exist now in the navy, mm-hmm. they have good china for when they. Like, have some dignitaries on and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I, I like that shit. R- 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 it's a good Red shit. alert. <laughs> I just fixed that bloody thing. Um, Shut it off. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. The one thing I didn't like about Tuvok, as much as he was very stereotypical Vulcan, mm-hmm. I found him to be a hypocrite. 
Mm-hmm. Have, well, did I'm, you notice all? that? <laughs> yes, but him more than any, because mm-hmm. he really went soundly with the logical thing. Mm-hmm. And then when he got challenged in things, he would never stick by it. He was the first one to kind of break. Do you know um, what I'm saying? I, and then I, they gave him that disease in the end, that alternate ending. Right. And he was like Alzheimer-ish. Yeah, yeah. Where they go crazy. Right. Because they're, they can't stop the emotion. Yeah. That's what Spock's father had. Oh, yeah, and he, he died towards the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then he died. Well, he had... He, there was always another Vulcan near him to kind of control him. And that's what they to said was the going on for... A while. Towards the end, yeah. Yeah. Sign of emotion was he, uh, he cried during a, a musical piece that was played aboard the Enterprise D. And his wife was there, Amanda Grayson. No, it wasn't Amanda. Oh, that was Amanda Grayson. No, it was a human. But it was his second wife or something like that? Third wife, second fourth, or, fifth. Yeah, yeah. It was still a human. Um, like them humans. Yeah. Maybe he liked He also liked... The whole thing was Cyborg, too. Let's just... One little thing. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever figure out how they were brothers? Because it wasn't the same mother. No. But if Spock is the younger... Yeah. Right? Yep. And yet... I mean, it's too close... It seems well, well Cy- Cyborg is older. Yeah. From what I know, his mother, Cyborg's mother, died. Was a Vulcan princess. Yeah. By the way, I didn't know they had a royal family. They kind of have like those royalty. things. Yeah. I mean, Vulcan's weird. <laughs> yeah, they don't even have, like, soil. It's, yeah. Uh, oh, someone else brought something uh, to my attention. Mm-hmm. Vulcan in Star Trek 2009 had a blue sky. And it doesn't normally. It doesn't anywhere else. It doesn't have in a any real other show. A- it has an atmosphere. Yeah. But not like us. Right. And in order to have the blue color, it has nothing to do with the atmosphere. It has to do with the color that it's reflecting. Right. Yeah. If it's red, it'll be dirty reddish. Because mm-hmm. that's all it's reflecting back. Yeah. The um, clouds and everything. And it wouldn't have that many clouds because there's no water. I mean, there is, but not, like, yeah. here. But you're right, it would be different. Yeah. So, I mean... It's like Mars. Yeah. That if Mars had a atmosphere. Thick, a thicker atmosphere. Yeah, they have a yeah. small... Yeah. But that's interesting, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, nobody catches on to these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any other points? Yes, I have a couple of things to say. Mm-hmm. In the new movie, 09, I don't remember anybody firing anything, but they had weapons. Yeah, they did fire weapons. I but don't nobody know. Nobody was given the order. No, Kirk, he gave the order. Yeah, but there was no like person doing it. You could well. They had so many people on that bridge and those other tactical stations. Yeah, they that had was tons there. of stations, tons of people. Who knows? And I couldn't <laughs> figure out who was doing it on the Kelvin either. Cap. Well, at that time, it was Captain Kirk because he took over. Commander Kirk became yeah. Captain Kirk. He was doing it from that one station, Up it the seemed front, like. Yeah. But um, that was also where he could control... Yeah, so, I mean... It's all, like, one ops and... You could you could probably transfer controls to one station if you needed to. pull up the um, joystick. <laughs> Those <laughs> were bad days. You, you could probably just transfer command from... You can do it, but it's just funny because there was no person. Because originally, like in the other movies, they'd be like, check off, fire, you yeah. know. That's a good point. I also, a little off subject, but tactically, yeah. I like how 09 
designed the cannons on the Kelvin uh-huh. so that they were more primitive. Like They turrets. were like real turrets, yeah. yeah. And if you look in, even with the new Enterprise, it's mm-hmm. not like right into the hull. Like yeah. you, It's like what was supposed to be in the original series, like mm-hmm. those little phaser banks yeah. that couldn't really turn very much. They could yeah. just... Right. The photons, they showed the photon torpedoes being fired. Mm-hmm. But they didn't show what the photon torpedoes look like. In 09, yeah. when they were loading torpedoes, they loaded like just these um, small small batteries yeah. into uh, the cannon yeah. and closed the door and fired. The launcher. Yeah. And those are unlike any other torpedo that we've they were seen. wide and big in the... Yeah. You could put a person in a torpedo. Really? I'm <laughs> yeah. surprised they never went with that. Yeah. And they did that again in Star Trek The Next Generation with Ambassador Kalar, Worf's um, significant other, Alexander's mother. She transferred in a modified torpedo that had like an oxygen tank in it, which was interesting since mm-hmm. I... That would be a rough ride. Yeah. And I didn't realize how far a torpedo could travel at light speed. Well, they have... Like a warp core? Yeah. I think some of them do actually have. Uh, Not see, warp, maybe, but... Because I was under the impression... Sublight. ...that they were launched from the tube going at... Whatever. ...close to the speed of light. They have those two things on the back. You remember those two holes? I don't remember. No. The thrusters. Mm-hmm. I know they have that a propulsion system. Mm-hmm. They may not always use it. Yeah. But if you remember, in six, yeah, it had a propulsion system. Okay. It was able to make. Oh yeah. yeah. So it has propulsion. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It may not be fast, but it's propulsion. Yeah. Well, I bet you it's impulse. The the ship. Well, torpedo that, that that ambassador was traveling had to have had warp capability. Although, if nothing gets in front of it, if you shoot it at high enough velocity, mm-hmm. at sublight, maybe at light, mm-hmm. it would still go light until something, something slowed it down. Although, in space, the truth is there are gravitational forces yeah. that slow things down. Right. But not like here. Yeah. Here we go with our our <laughs> normal thing. <laughs> Healing frequencies open. It's time for the subspace channels. This week's question... You're a dork. (laughs) Who was the best security slash tactical officer in all of Star Trek and why? You do look like Casey Casey. (laughs) Coming in from San Diego is... So first we have Twitter. From the twits. This week, we only have one answer on Twitter. We only have one tweet. Oh, one tweet. Tweet <laughs> So, at Ladybird83 says, Hands down is Lieutenant Worf. No one messes with a Klingon. Picard did. That's true. But he was pretty good. Yeah. He, he, Worf's... I wouldn't say hands down, but... Of course, everyone has the right to their own opinion. Suck my ridges. <laughs> Uh, so, so moving on to Facebook, Facebook. we have... The Facers. We have Ashley W., who says... Who's the girlfriend of one of the guys doing the show. Yes. I'm going to give you a guess of who it is. It's not me. 
Casey Kasem. Yes, the, the funny <laughs> Casey Kasem. Uh, Coming out yeah, this week. So she says... Zoinks, Scooby! <laughs> she says Worf because he's a Klingon and he's a badass. Watch out, I think she's uh, cheating on you with, uh, <laughs> with the Klingon. With the Klingon. You know Troy Digdom. Why do go Klingon? Troy Digdom, Dax Digdom. Dax Digdom, in the end... Oh, the and then Ezri Dax sticked him, too. Yeah. I dug Ezri Dax, but that's... <laughs> Whoa. Next up on the Facebook, we have Eric... The, the Facebook. It's like the Google. <laughs> the Google. The president. Um, Eric Dewey. Eric Dewey of the Socially Awkward Studio podcast. Which is that gray sass. Yep, the sass. Tap it. Tap that ass. He says, gotta go with Worf on this one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if you want a security officer, security you can chief. do... Oh, if you yeah, want a security yeah. chief. <laughs> if you want a security chief, you can do worse than having a Klingon. I liked the Yar character. Who didn't? I didn't. But I always thought Worf should have been security all along. Which is true. He kind of was... Worf was just kind of like... This peripheral character at the beginning. Yeah, he was an outside character. Yeah, he was a main character, but not a main main character. Right. It seemed just like just like O'Brien was, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jordy was. Yeah. They didn't know who. Well, they were gonna, Jordy was. Mm, they didn't know who they were going to go with. Really, they had their main people, but they yeah. could have chosen other people. I mean, yeah, they could have moved people around. Yeah. but well, they did. Yeah, well, he was a red yeah. shirt originally. You know those red shirts die really easily. Worf and Jordy yeah. were red shirts. And it makes Moving no sense up. because red shirt is command, not security. That's why Worf moved over. Got a yellow shirt. I thought it was because it was good for his complexion. I don't even know what Worf's position was originally. He was just there. Right? I think he was a bridge officer. That's yeah, all. Just it was. a bridge officer. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, nice to have a tough-looking guy on the bridge. I guess, yeah. So, I mean, mo- I've been told that. I mean. <laughs> Moving on to Google Plus. The Google Plus. The Googles. <laughs> uh, Daniel we- Price. He says, mine has to be Tuvok. His Vulcan logic and discipline makes him the best and the most suitable security-slash-tactical officer. Well, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. It's a different... Uh, play, as we said earlier, on the Vulcan, so it could be good. Right. All right, who we get next? (laughs) Next we have Andy. I'll give you that one, because you're going to have fun with that name. Andy K. Yeah, we're just, sorry, Andy, Uh, we're just going to go with K for your last name. Um, Who? There's no vowels in there. There is plenty of vowels. (laughs) There's too many letters. Go ahead. Sorry, Andy. So Andy says, Malcolm Reed, he had to make the rules up as he was playing the game against vastly more experienced players. Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess is true. I mean, Starfleet was yeah. new. They didn't have virtually. protocols yet, Yeah, because the Vulcans were holding them back. They didn't have red alert. What um, did they have? Tactical alert? Uh, they kind of it kind of evolved. Um, they didn't, code red. They didn't have anything, and then. But I bet they, you they had code blue. They they kind of joked about maybe we'll make it read alert. Read alert. Yeah. 
All right, so the next one is TJW. Yeah. Um, T space JW. Yeah. I, I. And it says, I have to agree with both of the above. Tuvok as a security officer, but Reed is tactical. Okay. <laughs> next we have... Django? Django. Jacobson Fine. That's Django Jacobson Fine. Yes. Who says, Odo or Worf, they were awesome. Okay. Uh, and his uh, friend Clive. Next we have Clive. Clive! And he wrote a whole freaking book again. Yes, your favorite. He actually told me this is dedicated to you. Okay, I'll read it. <laughs> he said, good question. Have you said favorite? I would have said Worf. However, if you watch the series back or view any of the infamous YouTube vids, you see he wasn't that good at his job and got belayed a heck of a lot. Belay that order. Also, he let Picard get captured by the Borg. Riker get captured by the space pirates, etc., etc., etc. So good thing he got shifted to DS9. <laughs> Tuvok was okay, but the ship got uh, nicked by the Kazon on his watch, so he black-marked, and considering, considering the amount of ships, attacks, slash boardings that happened, you'd have to question his abilities, especially given his age and therefore experience. He was Best, old. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Best security officer, Odo. His record was exemplary, as noted in the search part one. Ironically, they brought Eddington onto the station to babysit him, and he turned out to be a traitor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember Eddington. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Odo performed the role admirably and gained respect for the locals and Cisco, which would have been a really hard job. Mm-hmm. He kept the station in order and let Quark get away with only what he wanted him to. You can also blame him for losing the station as that was Starfleet's fault. You can't blame him, sorry, for losing the station as that was Starfleet's uh, fault and the call to arms if we're being picky. Without doubt, Odo is the best and most effective security chief although I would love to know what he did with all those tribbles. <laughs> I know how many. I know how much you guys love these long answers. Yes, yes we do. Yes. Yes. Yes, I appreciate the answer, Quite. Clive. Quite. And uh, I think he broke it down pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He thought about it. Yeah, definitely. He wrote it in proper English. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying our other viewers don't do that, but if I was marking, I am the son <laughs> of an English teacher. Yes, that's true. So, he did seem to skip over Reed, but that's I would too. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. See, I'm not huge on him. Yeah, but Odo. The only thing I'll disagree with him mm-hmm. is if you want to talk about tit for tat, as we talked about earlier, Odo was a turncoat. He pleased whoever was in charge at the well, time. Well, it was either that or he probably probably would have been killed because he was a well, science experiment, else. pretty much. For them, he was. Yeah. Later on, they became the ruler. Yeah. But yeah. So but I mean, still a turncoat. His job was to keep order on the station. But and he used 
pretty harsh tactics back then. You got to do what you got to do. Okay. Yeah. I don't know waterboarding for stealing <laughs> a piece of candy was what you do, but... Well, I right. don't know if that well, actually that happened. was a great answer. Yes. And now... So, I'm I don't gonna... know, did, did we talk about our favorite security officers? Well, I had brought up the fact that... Oh, I brought up what I thought was weird about certain things, but uh-huh. my favorite security officer? Yeah. Or tacti- tactical Or tactical officer. or tactical. both. Or both, yeah. Security officer... Uh, I would probably say, because I'm a male, yep. Tasha Yar. Okay. If I think about it, the show-wise, yeah. I would have to go with, believe it or not, and I hate to say this, Tuvok. Tuvok, yeah. yeah. Because of the whole change of his identity, you know, like you said mm-hmm. earlier, the whole stereotype. Right. They had to change that. Yeah. Tactical? I'd have to say Chekhov. Chekhov? Just because nobody else picked him. Yeah. <laughs> and because he's the original. Right. Yeah. So, what about you? Uh, see, it's wrong. No, it's just... hard to really pick uh, between between these characters. I I have to say I like the character of Malcolm Reed. Of course you would. Uh, he almost reminds me of myself. Of course you would. <laughs> For being you know shy and and whatnot. I don't think he was shy. I really I, don't. I think he was. Just I think he was shy. pompous and British. Nah, that's not what I get. Oh, episode I rewatched of Enterprise. Mm-hmm. He was having uh, dinner or lunch or whatever with the captain, mm-hmm. and he was so nervous well, to be yeah, sitting I with guess, the captain. I guess, I guess. And I wouldn't think you would have to be with Archer. Oh no! You know, like Archer was like. Pretty much like, why? Relax. Come on, dude. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> um, I think that was a part of the problem with that guy that was the head of the Makos, too. Yeah, yeah. He could sense the nervousness off him. Right. And they yeah. Bu- yeah. So I think Malcolm. Oh, you're on a first name basis. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was a good tactical officer. He did have to, like, come up with, you know, things that were never tried before. So I have to give him props. Security wise, Odo. You can't get like uh, He's the old constable. Ch- Truly, he was a constable. Yeah, he, he, he was a cop. He was a, he was yeah. a neighborhood cop. Yeah, and a changeling. He could change into a bag that <laughs> and you listen were... to you. Yeah, but see, I think that's entrapment. In uh, our day and age, that yeah. would be entrapment. Uh, true, but one to twin power sign the shape of. <laughs> Uh, so, so those are my now picks. Now we play the waiting game. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, now Some of you out there will know what that means. Yeah. And for the rest of you, it meant nothing. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to our final segment. Aaron's favorite, the quantum flux. <laughs> what has his quantum state in a flux? So in Star Trek Enterprise... We have a dedicated communications officer and a dedicated tactical officer. In the original series, there is a dedicated communications officer, but then the role of tactical officer flips between whoever is manning the helm or navigation stations. Again, we see a new shift in the next generation, where the role of communications and tactical appear to be rolled into one. To me... Of all the series, 
the only one that truly nails down the need of station officers is in Enterprise. Everyone had their role and their place on the bridge. And in Enterprise, we truly see the need for officers that are trained in ship-to-ship combat and in learning and speaking new languages. And as a side note, it always bothered me that they had Troy helping Picard learn a language in the episode The Big Goodbye. And she wasn't the communications officer. Yeah. It should have been war. Actually, no, Worf was... So basically, to sum up everything you just said, yeah. know your role and shut the front door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. So uh, do you agree with that I assessment? agree with that, but I also know that as things advance and change... Technology-wise, yeah. Yeah, because as we said earlier, you probably could transfer controls to anybody. Right. Hey, I'm going to the bathroom, by the way. They never go to the bathroom. Nobody's <laughs> ever got a potty problem. Right. Okay? And that's one thing I would rather see in 09 and the new one mm-hmm. if they got more realistic, you know? Yeah. But anyways. Have toilet paper yeah. stuck to yeah. Kirk's shoe. Yeah. <laughs> but he goes, could you transfer ops over to you? Why? I got to go pinch one. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just... Well, all those times we see an officer get up and someone take this place. That's probably what it was. Maybe they pressed a button that was, was like... Yeah. Bathroom. Gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, in the original schematics for the Enterprise back in the 60s, 70s, mm-hmm. there was a bathroom behind the bridge. Was there? Yeah. There's a toilet behind the bridge yeah. where the turbo shaft is. Yeah. And the other turbo shaft is yeah. like a walk around and there's a toilet. I did not know that. I know on the Enterprise D, there's a bridge. Uh, a bridge. <laughs> uh, there's there, a bridge there's on board that. There's a bathroom off the bridge towards the observation lounge. Mm-hmm. Because there's, there's like a hallway. Yeah. And it's labeled differently in a couple episodes, but in one you can clearly see it's labeled head. Uh, and Picard has a bathroom. The head. In, That's very naval. Uh, yeah. It's, it's naval tradition. So <laughs> that's our episode tonight. You um, won't have to wait that long. It'll be another, what, two weeks? Two, Yeah. And we'll have another episode out here. Yep, our 20th episode. Can you believe it, Marty? Eric probably won't be with us. Uh, There's a slight possibility... No, put you close enough. (laughs) There's a slight possibility we might have... A co-host? Another co-host join us. Jeez, he leaves for one week and you're ready to get rid of him. Uh, Just temporary... Eric, don't worry about it. I'll call you. (laughs) We'll see, hopefully. Maybe we can get this person. Yeah, we um, need some different people. New blood. Mm-hmm. So uh, Star Trek, new blood. That's that <laughs> ah, could be a good. Name. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, Academy. Yeah, they could do. See, I think they should do the Academy in the days of after the original series, uh-huh. but before the Next Generation. They were off topic. There was a like talk before of doing like a a reboot. With uh, the academy, the academy with Kirk, but would make no sense because half of them wouldn't even be there. Yeah, with the new rules, uh, Spock would already be on the ship. Yeah, or a teacher. Chekhov would probably be still suckling. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, well, no, he graduated with Kirk. That's what they actually said. no. Kirk, Kirk actually, was older. Kirk you got to realize older. He Kirk was older. started late. Yeah, when he yeah. met Ahura. In that bar, yeah, he he's already like four or five years ahead of her. 
yeah. age wise. He may right. not look it. Yeah. You know, he's like you, looking pretty twelve. But right. and also they had to try to make him look older in this one. Did they? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you do that to a guy who's young, but I don't know. Well, I think he definitely definitely looks Kirk ish. Yes, he does. And he's got the the bravado. Yeah. Like when he walks around yeah. and that that what does he say? Son of a bitch? Yeah, let's get that son, son of, of a, a bitch. Son of a bitch, yeah. I could see Kirk uh, Shatner doing that. Yeah. Let's go get that son of a bitch, Spock. <laughs> so, until next time. Until next time. I'm We'll play Aaron. the waiting oh. game. We'll play the waiting game. <laughs> I'm Aaron. I'm Marty. Good night. You have been listening to the Starfleet Escape Podcast on the Four-Eyed Radio Network where you can catch a new episode every other Monday. You can find us on the web at sfxkpod.com, on Twitter at sfxkpod, or on facebook.com slash sfxkpod. This has been another great presentation of the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch more shows at foureyedradio.com.